Today on Good Morning Grand Rapids, West Michigan's first Whole Foods opens in Kentwood. Governor Whitmer approved $750,000 in emergency funding from Acosta County. And the CDC investigates an ongoing E. coli outbreak in Michigan and Ohio. Good morning, Grand Rapids. Today is Friday, August 19th, and this is episode number three of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. Stay tuned for today's news. Good Morning Grand Rapids is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. InPhase Media produces podcasts in sync with your business goals and values in order to create a podcast that can increase brand awareness, strengthen community relationships, and drive business growth. Go to InPhaseMedia.co to learn more about what a podcast can do for your business. West Michigan's first Whole Foods hosted a grand opening at their new Kentwood location on Wednesday morning. The store opened at 9 in the morning, but visitors started to line up three hours early at 6 in the morning. By the time it opened, the new Whole Foods had more than 100 guests waiting outside. To explain the excitement, here's Whole Foods Regional President David Schwartz. We've got a beautiful 45,000 square foot store here that we're delivering to the community this morning. We've got well over a thousand local products. It's very, very exciting. We've got products from here within Grand Rapids, beautiful whole body selection, amazing prepared foods, lots of products prepared right here on site, beautiful meat, seafood, and probably the best produce department you've ever walked into. Whole Foods, a subsidiary of Amazon, is a supermarket chain from Austin, Texas, with more than 500 locations in the U.S., Canada, and the United Kingdom, and it's America's first USDA-certified organic grocer. All food at Whole Foods Market must meet the company's quality standards, which prohibit hydrogenated fats, high-fructose corn syrup, and more than 230 flavors, colors, sweeteners, and other ingredients commonly found in food. In addition, all beauty and body care products must meet the company's body care standards, which ban more than 180 commonly used ingredients like parabens. As part of their Sourced for Good mission, Whole Foods primarily stocks local produce and products, and this particular location includes several products straight from West Michigan, like basil from Square Roots in Wyoming, heirloom tomatoes from Good News Farm in Edmore, breads from Field and Fire in Grand Rapids, Candles from Kalamazoo Candle Company, artisan soaps from Maggie Ann's Soap Company from Grand Rapids, and honey products from the Great Lakes Bee Company from Fremont. The Kentwood location even decorated with cafe tables, chairs, and stools that were handmade in Grand Rapids. In addition to sourcing locally, Whole Foods intends to give back to the community by supporting local organizations like Green Apple Pantry, Fulton Street Market, Kids Food Basket, Heartside Gleaning, and several local schools. The new Whole Foods is the eighth location in the state of Michigan, but West Michigan's first, and it's located at 2897 Radcliffe Ave, southeast in Kentwood, near Woodland Mall. On Thursday, Governor Whitmer approved $750,000 in state emergency funding to assist Macosta County and the city of Big Rapids following a severe thunderstorm and flooding in May. In a June 28th press release, Mark Guilford, city manager for the city of Big Rapids, said, quote, 
The city of Big Rapids was overwhelmed with floodwaters on May 11th, 2022. It was the worst flooding the city of Big Rapids has experienced in over 30 years, with approximately four inches of rainfall in less than two hours. This major weather event impacted the city's infrastructure and put a demand on critical resources, particularly as several roads and culverts were damaged in and around historic downtown Big Rapids and in local parks. Governor Whitmer declared a state of emergency on June 28th for Macosta County to address the impacts of those severe thunderstorms and flooding in May. And the additional $750,000 stems from the Disaster and Emergency Contingency Fund, which is reserved for aiding in disaster relief when help on the local level is depleted. Of the $750,000 in total, $500,000 is allocated to Macosta County, and $250,000 is directed towards the county seat, Big Rapids. In a statement, Governor Whitmer said, quote, Michiganders always have each other's backs, especially in times of need, and I am proud to approve assistance today from Acosta County and the city of Big Rapids to help them recover from the severe thunderstorm and flooding in May. This emergency assistance funding will cover any outstanding flood costs and help impacted areas get back to normal. This week, the CDC announced that it was starting an investigation into an ongoing E. coli outbreak in Michigan and Ohio. They're reporting 29 infections and 9 hospitalizations in the two states, while a separate release from Michigan's health department says that they have received 98 reports of E. coli cases so far this month in Kent, Ottawa, and Oakland counties, compared to 20 reported cases last August. It's reportedly normal for there to be an increase of cases in the summer, but the rapid growth is cause for alarm at the state health department. Jim Collins, the director of communicable disease for the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, says, quote, it is significantly higher. That's the signal that originally got us to look more closely at these cases. Three children have been hospitalized in Ottawa County with serious kidney complications from E. coli, and several children are at DeVos Children's Hospital in Grand Rapids with similar kidney complications. While most infections are mild, E. coli can affect children more severely, and children less than 10 are more susceptible to kidney complications. It is likely that many of these cases are related, but it is not clear what has directly caused these infections. The most recent publicized outbreak occurred late last year, when 10 people in Alaska, Washington, Oregon, and Ohio fell ill. By March, federal health officials had declared the outbreak to be over. Then a federal investigation traced the outbreak to packaged salad products whose ingredients came from farms in Arizona and California. Past outbreaks have been triggered by a variety of foods, like baby spinach and cake mix, from two outbreaks reported by the CDC last year. Meat products, such as ground beef, were behind others in earlier years. Currently, the CDC is advising the public to follow these four food safety tips to prevent getting sick from E. coli. Clean, separate, cook, and chill. They're recommending that you wash your hands, utensils, and surfaces often, and that you rinse fruits and vegetables under running water before eating, cutting, or peeling, and that you keep food that won't be cooked separate from raw meat, poultry, and seafood. Use a food thermometer to make sure you have cooked your food to a temperature high enough to kill the germs, and refrigerate perishable foods within two hours. E. coli symptoms include diarrhea, vomiting, dehydration, and fever. The CDC asks that you contact your healthcare provider if you have any E. coli symptoms, in addition to writing down what you ate throughout the week prior to having symptoms so that you can aid in finding the cause of the outbreak. 
This has been episode number three of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. To stay up to date on the latest news, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform and find us on Instagram at Good Morning Grand Rapids. The Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. InPhase Media produces podcasts that can help your business increase brand awareness, strengthen community relationships, and drive business growth. Learn more about what a podcast could do for your business at InPhaseMedia.co. And thank you for listening to the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast.